Trish and Nicole and their expert guests are here to answer all your burning questions about aesthetics procedures, candid discussions and stories of the latest trends and greatest gadgets. From dry vagina to frozen faces, Aesthetics Uncensored, where nothing is off limits. Trish Hammond here from the Aesthetics Uncensored podcast, and I am so excited about today. I'm joined by Gina, or sorry, with Gina Samuels. Now, Gina is the founder and general manager at the Production House Events, and I met Gina years ago at a conference, and every event that she does that I'm at, I just, you know, my jaw just drops to the ground. You always think when, you know, that you've you can't imagine someone could do any better and then they do one step better at the next conference. So I'm really excited about today. So um, you're welcome, Gina. Thank you. You are very kind. Thank you for that intro. I'm just honest. You're an absolute rock star. So, and oh, I'm really excited you. to talk to you about, about um, all about you today. Thank you. It's so it's, it's really nice to be sitting here talking to you in this context because we usually see each other on site and we've had a bit of a hiatus with COVID but it's so nice to be doing this so thank you for having me. I know I've loved the chatting the chatting is so so good because sometimes you do get preoccupied in just your you know the day-to-day and all that you, you miss the opportunity to actually sit down and talk and listen. Absolutely absolutely yeah. and the connection like that incredible connection. Yeah that's so true so Gina tell us how did you get into the events industry for a start? So I had actually been working in the IT industry and working as as the event director and marketing director for a number of different um, IT software and and professional services organisations. And then I actually came back to Melbourne and met my lovely husband, Harry, who is my uh, partner in business and in life. And we started the production house events actually in 2009 and started with doing a number of events and then we entered the world of aesthetics by working with Graham Southwick and his team from the AAPSW and the, the business just grew and, and ASAPs were at the event and they loved what we did. They loved all the small touches and as a, as a result, the business sort of grew year on year and it's just been this incredible, incredible journey to where we are now. We've now got a team of 11 and working on events all throughout Australia and New Zealand. That, that's amazing and you know what one of the things that I've noticed in the short time I didn't realize it was since 2009 because I thought you, you know I didn't even realize you'd been in business for that long so it's a lot longer than what I even thought but you know you're you're a, a brand that everybody recognizes now so you started TPHE in 2009 and in the aesthetics industry it was 2011 so we started okay. so you would have met us around then yeah right and you so you've got 11 staff and what what I love is the fact that like Everyone stays with you. Nobody wants oh, to leave. <laughs> Do you know what? We've been very lucky. We've got such incredible talent in our team. We really, really try and look after them exceptionally well and really celebrate their talent and their skills. And we're very proud because obviously the last two years has been a very interesting two years for the events industry. But we're very proud that we've managed to retain all the positions in our business, so all 11 staff. And this year, we actually retained everyone full time. So it's been a really big sort of 24 months, but quite empowering and amazing. Yeah. Well, when COVID hit, did you, because I don't remember myself, I was like, oh my God, that's it, I'm done for. <laughs> did you think that as, like, because an event company, you know, who, and COVID hits, you're going to think, okay, that's it, they you know, we're going to die. <laughs> Not as bad as that. But I tell you what, I was in denial at the beginning because, 
you know, we'd watch one event sort of topple and then the next one and the next one. And I remember moving the NSF from June to November, really genuinely thinking that it was going to happen in November. And then all of a sudden, November, you know, it got to September, October, and you're like, okay, it's not happening. Um, look, it was it was full on. It was intense. Um, but at the same time, Harry and Maddie, who most of you would know, and a few of the other team members in our team had already embarked on the concept of digital and virtual conferencing. So we had already gone and trademarked our name, our masterclassing. We'd already set up a website. We'd already embarked on looking at technology that could deliver these virtual events. And we'd already even started doing a few events that had that sort of technical spin. But we weren't quite up to the standards of putting on a full virtual event. So we had to learn the technology very quickly. And we did. And the team, we've got a very young, dynamic team who are really clever. And so they, they did all the online training. And then we started delivering virtual events. And it really happened very, very quickly. And we're very lucky that we have wonderful, wonderful clients who worked very closely with us. And in addition to that, um, a number of us also sit on a number of global committees and local committees in our, in our governing um, industry, so in the events industry. So we already had, had experience with some of the virtual events from their perspective. So it meant when it came to actually running our conferences for our clients, we had that experience and we were able to deliver it really well. So yes, I guess to answer your question, yes, it was confronting. It was it was full on, and it was um, it was you know a big change. But at the same time, it was really empowering, and it was um, it was quite an amazing journey. And look, I I think I am the eternal optimist, and I think that genuinely I do try and take the positive out of everything that I do and out of everything that happens around me. Um, so yes, COVID was full on. COVID is still full on, but I think that. I personally look back at the last two years and I think that it has taught us the most incredible lessons. And it's also made me really appreciative of what I have and what we have as a team. Yeah. And it's really funny because like, you know, you're saying that um, you've got a young dynamic team, you know, behind you that's helped you or kind of helped to propel you, I guess, yes. into, the, into the post COVID era. Um, but have you found that since you've started, like I know once you hit this aesthetics market, change things for you as well, but have you found that, that things are still changing for you or you've kind of got your niche and that's where you're just going from strength to strength? I think without, um, without I guess, sounding overly confident, we've now mastered a lot of the technologies around delivering events online and also from a hybrid perspective. We've now done quite a few that are hybrid as well. Um I think that it is continuously evolving. There's new technologies that come about. We do have an innovation team in our, in our overall team that's just responsible for looking at new technologies, new ideas, new things that we can inject into the virtual events to give them fun because it's so hard when you've got people on screens, you know, you want to make them feel connected and make them feel involved. So we are always looking at areas like that. But at the same time, What's really interesting is heading into 2022 and 2023, there's definitely a very loud cry for getting back to in-person events because people want to be together and people want to feel connected and people want to network and people want to kick their heels up and get onto the dance floor and dance and have fun. So most of our clients have gone back to an in-person capacity for their events, but with a hybrid offering for those who can't make it. And I think that that will stay for a little while. It is expensive to do hybrid. It's not a cheap exercise to do a virtual component to, to an event. 
But um, at the same time, at the moment, it does need to be offered because it's sort of really vital to the success of an event. But um, at the same time, um, some clients are also going for virtual only. So, so you know, that's, that, that may continue on as well. But we, we're, we're ready. We're, we're now skilled. We've got really great case studies to be able to show people in terms of the success of the events that we've done. Um, and, and as you know, like we do always try and inject, you know, that, that bit of humanity and fun into everything that we do. Yeah. And you know what, like no matter, like you guys are all so personable. Like I, I don't know how you do it, but you kind of remember everyone's name. You kind of know who everybody <laughs> is and you just like, how do you even remember that stuff? Do you, do you all brief it's each other funny. or is it just natural? It's really funny because I laugh and say, if I could have remembered everything in year 12, like I remember people's names, I would have done a lot better in year 12. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's my gift. I, 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 look, I, I love people. I love people. I love the flavours of different people and the stories and the journeys. Everyone's got a story. You know, it doesn't matter who they are. And ultimately, we only hire people at the production house events that have that same passion for people. They have to love people. They have to care about people and want to help yeah. them. And, and, and so really that's an ethos that's very, very important to us. Yep, yep. That, that makes so much sense because, you know, like it, it's almost like you take, you know, you work with people and they become like a bit of an extended family because I can see the relationship that you have with the people that, well, the people that work with you but also the people that, that work with you from outside of your organisation as well, people that you've, you know, started working with that you've kind of adopted as part of your, I guess, bigger community? Absolutely. Um, I think that we have aligned with incredible suppliers and people around us and our wider extended team are very like-minded and aligned with who we are. And to be honest with you, that's also become really evident over COVID because, you know, we had to change a lot of things and evolve. And we did that collectively with this amazing bunch of people. Um, I, I think the good people stick with the good people. I really yeah. do. And I think that you do great business when you when you work with people who are like-minded. Yeah. Um, and you and Trish, you've probably seen, I mean, you've you've met you've met all these people on site and seen them and there's a real sort of groove and a swagger to you know how we all work together it's it's beautiful yeah, and that's what I've missed that's what I've missed yeah I've missed that on site yeah and it's the comrade it's a camaraderie it's just yes. you know it's like a I don't know it's like a it's a union of I don't know I don't even know how to explain it hey but everybody's connected and you can see that common thread running through everyone that's the only way I can explain it absolutely absolutely so tell me this year, you were actually nominated as one of the top 100 most influential people in the event industry. Thank oh my God, you. how exciting. <laughs> it really was. It was a really, really lovely thing to, I guess, be acknowledged like that. And it, I will admit, it does make me feel uncomfortable because I see myself as part of the team. Like I don't, it's, it's, Whenever anyone singles out Gina and they say it's Gina, I, I, I sort of, it's, it's Gina and Harry and, and Maddie and Anna and Shelley yeah. and everyone who's in our team. So it does, it does feel a little bit uncomfortable. But at the same time, I was really honoured and um, I'm really listed with some really esteemed people globally. A number of us have reached out to each other and connected. Um, it's just a really, really lovely accolade. And look, I do a lot of things behind the scenes to help better our community and to better our profession and better our industry um and I guess it's a really nice thing to be acknowledged for all that hard work 
Yeah, that that's so true. And I guess that's something uh, that's kind of ties in with with you know because the vision of your company. I don't know when you created it, but the fact that your vision is to deliver beyond expectation and actually yeah. make it happen. Because a lot of people promise stuff that doesn't happen, but. Uh, like for me myself, I always know that I'm going to come to a, a TPHE event and it's going to be great because it was great last time. But then, like I said before, that w- just even just that one little thing extra happens and I think to myself, how the heck do these people think of this stuff? <laughs> do you know what? I think at the end of the day, you know, there's that fa- famous saying about, you know, that, that we remember moments and, and we remember, you know, it, it, you can a lot can pass. At the end of the day, you will remember these singular moments. And the thing is, we feel honoured if you choose to come and spend two, three days with us. And for the, for the delegates, obviously, from their perspective, they're there to gain scientific knowledge and to be able to actually better their craft and to go home more educated than when they came. And for the sponsors, you know, the sponsors will come because it's essentially they, they're there for lead generation and for networking and to, you know, make beautiful connections. You know, from the media, each stakeholder's got this different reason for being there. You know, you're obviously there to connect and to get some great stories and to do some you know, really great sort of connection there. But ultimately, if you're going to spend three days with us, we want you to have an amazing time. You're away from your family. You're away from your life. You're away from your work. So it's all very well to tick the boxes of what you're there for that you have to get. But ultimately, we want you to really have those moments where you just go, oh, my gosh, do you remember when in Port Douglas we were, blah, 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 and ultimately remember those very special moments and things that you can't necessarily do on your own if you're there on holiday or if you go to that brochure stand near the reception of a hotel that's got all the different you know experiences you know we want we want people to to feel something and to really go home and have great stories to tell at their barbecues and great stories to go home and show their families and talk to their families about um, and that's what drives us. So we're always, always researching and we're always um, out there. We do a lot of familles, which are familiarisation tours where members of our team actually go on location and actually go and do discovery tours to just go and find those special things. And we're also talking to suppliers all the time. So if suppliers ring us, we will always say yes, because we want to connect with people that have got the newest and the latest and greatest things. And sometimes they're completely left of centre. But I guess that's that's the stuff that surprises people. That's so true because, yeah, when it is um, – I can't even remember what it was, but there was one year – where there was because there's been so many events, Gina, uh, and that's the ones without me. <laughs> um, but I remember one one year, and I was like, "No, this cannot even be possible. This is just so surreal." <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It was something in in the gift bag, and I thought, "How do they even think of this stuff?" Like, but obviously, that's from you being open to um, your suppliers providing to you as well. Yeah, and also just just looking at the angle. Like, we've got to obviously always differentiate ourselves from our competitors. And, you know, we don't ever want to be beige. We want to, we want to be colourful. We, we want to go that extra mile. Yep, yep. Well, how do you keep up with, you know, the latest trends and news? Like, you, like I know you've got your, your is it discovery? You do discovery? Innovation, the innovation. Inno- so okay. we're, to innovate, the innovation team are looking at technology specifically. Um, we also have, we actually are very, very technically driven. So we have our tech stack internally at our organisation where, all the different things that we need to do within the organisation is based on technology. So in terms of internal communication, we use Slack. In terms of our project management, we use Asana and so on and so on. But just for example, on Slack, we have a dedicated channel that's just to innovation, good ideas, new products, new venues. 
and we are constantly sharing and actually talking to each other and sharing all those concepts. Um, I also sit on a number of different committees, as I said earlier, in our industry. So I'm sitting on the both global and local committees and, and um, sort of involved in different boards on, on that level and looking at what's going on globally um, and, and, you know, different fresh new ideas. And I've got to say also Instagram, LinkedIn, like there's always information coming through. And I try and really set, for example, my Instagram feed to be positive, happy stuff that comes through. Um, so I'm really looking at it from that perspective in terms of trends of what's going on around the world. And that can be everything from styling to giveaways, to venues, to experiences, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Yep. It's, um, it's really funny because I, like, I'm like, I know you've got quite a different variety of businesses that you work with, but it's like you've got corporates associations. So do you yes. still, would you, would you, you know, would you do like a wedding or anything like that? Or it's more just corporate now? It's funny that you say that. So when I started the business, I actually did a lot of weddings and, and private functions. And that's actually how I got the business started. So I, I just relocated back to Melbourne after being in Sydney for nine years. And I was in the midst of having babies. So it was a really good way of sort of running a business. And that's how TPHG started because for the first two years, I was literally just doing weddings and private events. And I got to do some pretty significant functions. Like, you know, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars up to a million dollar wedding. So they were pretty high end. Yeah. Um, and it was great because I learned an enormous amount about um suppliers in, in you know looking at the latest suppliers and templating all the things that I was doing and dealing with all sorts of different clients but really my background had been corporate I'd, I'd come from a corporate background working in the IT industry and that's really where I wanted to be because I really truly believe in education and and in helping people improve their skill set and their education so conferencing and events sort of seemed like the right place to be so Within two years, we'd evolved the business from being um, doing weddings and, and parties and, and all sorts of things to purely being corporate. Yeah. But that being said, in those first two years, I would have done like 40 or 50 weddings and functions per year. I was literally working every single week of the year. It was just, it was like wildfire. It went from literally nothing to being literally out every weekend. And you can imagine with two small children it was yeah. pretty intense it was yeah. I, had, I literally had a baby strapped to me half the time yep I was gonna say um do your children see you that was my next question do your absolutely. children actually know who you are <laughs> absolutely so we run a very 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 balanced life so when we get home our, our phones go to silent um we are with the children from when we get home we sit down as a family every single night for dinner the four of us Every night at dinner, we go around the table and every member of the family has to say three things that they're grateful for or, you know, three things that made them smile throughout the day. Um, on the weekends, we, we don't work on weekends unless we have a conference. So definitely on Saturday, we don't do, we try to stay off technology on a Saturday altogether. Um, but yeah, we're there and, you know, and, and I'm trying to bring up my kids, like, I mean, even though they're very tech savvy, but I'm trying to go back a little bit to the 80s, you know, being outdoors and planting a veggie garden and going to the park and doing really lovely things that are just earthy and grounding because I mean the youth of today it's a whole new world with technology that's so true because otherwise you, you they'll spend their whole week in front of the computer if you don't absolutely yeah no, absolutely I agree. yeah no no so it's me, all about friends and happiness and good food 
Now, we spoke before, or we kind of, you know, dabbled in the discussion earlier on, but also before the podcast started, about how um, how COVID coming along just kind of made things happen quicker as well, Absolutely. like kind of up the ante. Can you give yep. us, a, like, like it put you five years ahead, can you kind of give us a bit of a rundown of that? Because that was, I was, we were bummed that we weren't recording it. but. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I read this thing online that said, you know, who, what innovate, where did your innovation for COVID come? What did it come from the, your CTO or CIO or did it come from COVID? And realistically, like we were definitely embarking on this whole journey, but COVID has helped us get to where we would have taken five years to get to within a year, in fact, within months. So as much as, yes, COVID was full on and, and it was intense and it was a hustle, at the same time, it was inspiring and empowering and exciting because we proved to ourselves and as an organisation that we could do it. We had some really happy clients um, and we continue to do so. But also we are now set up to be able to embark on really a myriad of different offerings. So I, as I said earlier, I do try and take the positives out of every single thing that happens in life. It's a little bit um, of, of my heritage because that's where that's what my family's like. But ultimately, COVID has taught us some really, really good lessons. Yeah. And it's given us a whole new revenue model because ultimately now we've got all sorts of different clients doing all sorts of different interesting things online and in person. Yeah. And, and I guess with the events banner, uh, banner you know, the, the events banner, it actually is a lot of things that we don't even imagine, like, you know, like, um, well, apart from corporate events and stuff like that, but there's a lot of online stuff that you probably wouldn't even have thought of before but now it's just going to be a normal thing yes absolutely yeah absolutely I think I think that it's there's a myriad of different things that there now and and who knows I mean what we don't even know what's coming yeah yep that's true who knows who knows what's going to happen tomorrow you just don't even know absolutely too And, and I love the fact that you guys are so open to all that stuff and that that I mean, that's, you know, you know, the people that work with you are, you know, are great for that. But it also comes from above because if you weren't the sort of person, you know, if you were just like, yeah, no, everything's great as it is now, but you've obviously want that continuous desire for continuous improvement and continuous, you know, to, to be better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And look, we feel really responsible. We feel really responsible for our team. Um, and ultimately we want to make sure that everyone is, when they're with us, that they are personally developing, they're professionally developing. And, you know, and, and really that, that they're, they're getting everything that they need out of the business. But ultimately, we have to keep on innovating and we have to keep on making sure that, you know, that we've got the right skills, the right tools, the right everything within the business for us to continue going. And look, we don't have a fallback position. Ultimately, you know, this, the business has to, has to be successful. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we take it really, really seriously. I know that there were some of our competitors that at the beginning of COVID said, we're just going to ride it out. We're not going digital. We're just going to ride it out and we're going to wait till it's over and get back to them. And for some of them, it's been quite dire because they haven't had that luxury. Ultimately, yeah. that was never, ever, ever, um, that was never an option for us. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were ready to go and, and we're really grateful that we did. And we're very grateful for the incredible technology that's available to be able to deliver these events. And mm-hmm. now moving back into the, in-person events and obviously with the hybrid offerings um you know we can marry it up really well we will continue to do amazing in-person events but obviously with very very um deep and and um and detailed COVID safe plans we're working very closely with all the venues and with all the suppliers to make sure that everything is executed immaculately 
So that way, if anyone does come and spend a few days with us, that they feel safe and that they know that that everything's been, all the, all the measures have been put in place to make sure that it's a really, really great and successful event, still with all the bells and whistles and touches, but in a safe environment. Yep. Yep. And I reckon it's going to be like there's a lot of that where where people couldn't go to events and they just didn't go. Whereas now with that hybrid model, it's just going to open it up to the people that actually, you know, if you can't go because I can't get there because I've got kids this weekend or whatever, you've still got the opportunity of actually learning. Although you haven't got that personal touch, you've still got the opportunity of, um, you know, learning your stuff. But when I attended the, the, um, the online event this year, it was actually, although it wasn't, you know, in person, because you had all those little rooms where you could talk yeah. to the exhibitors and and you could um, chat with each other. If you were speaking, you would chat with each other first. Like it kind of was like a live event, but it was a live event in your own room. <laughs> yeah, and it's and look, it's, it's a TPHE virtual event, which is still, you know, it's still got the touches. It still makes you feel something. It's not going to be the yeah. same because you're not physically, you know, the chemistry's not there by being in person, but ultimately it still gave you an experience. And look, yeah. that will always be, I think that will always be on offer for the clients that opt to choose it. As I said to you earlier, it is, it's not a cheap exercise though. Like ultimately you do need to commit, but there will always be people that would, that will appeal to. But interestingly, we've gone live with a few of our events already, the in-person events for next year. And interestingly, the statistics are that people, it's, it's really like 10% of people that want to go virtual. Yeah. Wow. That I'm actually surprised. I don't know if I'm surprised at that ten percent or if it's more, but I'm kind of one of those virtual people. But then when I'm there personally, I'm like, oh my god, this is just what I want to do. But because I live far away, I always have to travel. You yeah. know, so so I kind of get it from both sides, really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that look, it's it, as you say, there will be there'll be there'll be always a, a portion of people that that will be relevant to. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are going to are going to take advantage of being away. I think. Everyone wants to get away from their dishwashers and their kitchens and their and their lives and just actually have a, a bit of a break, you know, punctuate their lives with a bit of travel that's not necessarily, you know, a holiday, but something that where they get to come and learn and, and network and see the people that they went to university with and see the people who they were fellows with and so on. So we're really, really excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I want to learn, but let me dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said actually before, I said I think we're going to need double the amount of barocas to what we traditionally need because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of headaches. Probably. I think you're right. So tell me, what do you think 2022 brings? Like can you see And I mean, I know none of us are going to know what's going to happen, but you got like there's no doubt about it that, that yourself and TPHE, like you're visionaries, you know what I mean? You, it's almost like you can see things before they happen. So you're, you're, I think you're proactive rather than reactive. And so what do you think? Tell me, what am I gonna? What do I have to do for twenty twenty two? What do you reckon twenty twenty two will bring? Look, all being well, it's going to bring great connection, great success, and great events. But at the same time, I think we're all very measured and very conservative in that we always will have a plan B. Um, the plan B is a strong plan B, and the strong B and the plan B will be in place from the get go. Versus last year, where you know we had to switch to plan B. This will be very much in place in that because a lot of these events, you know, have got the hybrid option, it will cater for people that may not be able to get there. But ultimately, look, I'm hoping that things sort of start to settle down and, and um, you know, we, we're able, we have the luxury of being able to travel and being able to group. 
it seems as though in all the various states that, that you know that that things are starting to relax, which is fantastic. But I am seeing a lot of really positive discussion in terms of people getting back together. People are missing being around their colleagues. Oh my god! And I think that I think that that's going to be the greatest thing of all is just being back together again. And I honestly and genuinely think that people are never going to take it for granted again, or at least I hope not. I swear to God, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think what happens this time around is we actually have a greater appreciation for it because it's been taken away from us. Absolutely. And we appreciate it more and we'll be nicer to each other. (laughs) I hope so. I really do hope so. And look, I mean, I, I, I cannot wait to see everyone again and to be hosting everyone and to just... I guess just, you know, just feeling the energy of it all. But at the same time, in a, you know, in a really safe environment, so that way people feel comfortable. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I can't wait, Gina. I can't wait to see you guys and I can't wait yeah, to absolutely. actually go to a conference and just, yeah, be in touch with people again. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited too. Absolutely. Can't wait. Well, look, I've got to say thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to ask you one question before we go. Before we go. No, I haven't asked this before. So, go for it. What, what, like, what is your, like, where do you, what's your passion? Like, what makes you get up in the morning? Oh, what gets me up in the morning? I think um, definitely my beautiful family, yeah. who I'm very, very proud of. I feel very, very, very blessed to be sharing my life with my husband, who, as I said, is my business partner as well, and our two little girls, Molly and Bella. And we're very proud of the family that we've created and we are able to have the life that we have because of our work. So our work definitely is, you know, incredible to do and and incredible in that it allows us to live this beautiful life together. But I'd say in addition to that, as I said earlier, I love, I love what I do. I love people. I love watching people react to the things that we've planned and sometimes it's a year in the making but I love it I love you know when you guys walk into a gala dinner and your mouths just drop open because it's snowing on top of you or because there's some incredible installation I can't wait to get back to that so we're already we're already planning for that now so we're already well and truly in planning mode so what gets me out of the out of bed in the morning is definitely my love of life my love of my family my love of my work and my love of living in this beautiful country, I think we're very, very blessed to live in Australia and to have this beautiful, beautiful life. That's so true. You're so right, Gina. And, and um, like you, you, not only are you a rock star, but you've created this company that, that's an absolute rock star in the industry. And um, I always look forward to everything. And I have yet to meet, um, you know, to be at something that's been as well as um, what you do. And I just think you guys are bloody awesome. <laughs> Oh, you're so kind. Thank no, it's you so true. Much, it's true. You're very I, kind. I, I can't wait. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're very, very kind to have me here. And I just love chatting with you. I know. I know. I could have talked for hours. I've got like a list Absolutely. of 20 questions, but like, you know, anyway. <laughs> well, thanks, Gina. And just before you go, just a little, so how can people get in touch with you if, if um they want to run an event or if they want to have an event? Because you, you like... You don't just do massive big events. You do you you do you know medium size events. Absolutely, as well? we do small workshops. We do cadaver workshops. We do Christmas parties and AGMs, all sorts of different things. So if you would like to get in contact, um, either you can go online to tphe.com.au or you can contact me at gina at tphe.com.au, and we'd absolutely love to chat with you. But also go onto our Instagram, which is the Production House Events, and you can see a lot of colour 
and a lot of fun on there and just sort of get a taste for who we are. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. I really have loved having you here and it's been an Thank absolute you. delight to talk to you. I'm, I'm, I'm so honoured. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank Thanks, you. darling. You're... Okay. Bye. Have a great one. Bye. Got a burning question for Trish and Nick at Aesthetics Uncensored? Slide into their DMs on Instagram at Aesthetics Uncensored. Stay positive. Boobs and chin high.